0: Street Epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about Street Epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Good morning. How are you? Good. Do you have time for a short little five-minute interview before you do your run? Okay. Alright, cool. Thanks. I'm Anthony.
1: Joseph. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you.
0: Are you okay if I were to record it? Are you willing to let me record it? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Let me give you the premise here. I have short chats with people to identify a belief that you really think is true, mm-hmm. and then I ask questions. To examine the method you used to arrive at that conclusion, it's kind of like back when you went, were in school and like did a math problem, mm-hmm. and then your teacher says, "Let's check your work." Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Like I just ask questions, and then oftentimes when we go back to check the work, you might be scratching your head, like, mm-hmm. "Why did I plug in that value, or why did I put that thing there?" Mm-hmm. You want is there a particular belief that you really think is true, like? God or karma or ghost, magic?
1: Yes, for me, uh, I do believe in God Okay. and uh, also believe in magic as well. Okay.
0: God and magic. Yeah. We can talk about any topic you prefer, but what I found is that the more the belief influences your actions on a daily basis. Those are usually the, the more interesting topics, mm-hmm. but I'd like to just pick one of these and just focus on it, because we just have a short amount of time.
1: I'd say God, yeah.
0: Okay. So, tell me, Joseph, how did you conclude that a God exists?
1: Uh, just, I'd say stuff that happened to me in my life, uh, as far as like reading the Bible, what it says and uh, the prophecies that it has in there. And I see stuff like that actually happening in real life right now. Like a good example for myself is uh, before I didn't believe in God that much like that, mm. uh, I went to, I'd go to church because my parents forced me, but I wasn't really into it until my grandma, she passed away and then at that point, I started praying and praying and my sister was was praying as well and she was having visions and seeing uh, stuff like she was just seeing like angels and archangels around people and then I wanted that as well so I was praying and then I basically got baptized by the Holy Spirit which it was it was like an out-of-body experience like felt like something was taking control like the Holy Spirit was taking control of me. I was speaking in tongues.
0: No kidding.
1: I wasn't aware it was something that big until my sister told me what it was.
0: Okay, so I wanna summarize what I think you just said. If I'm off, let me know. Mm -hmm. Your grandmother passed away and I'm sorry to hear about that. Mm -hmm. But you ended up getting baptized and you said that your sister started seeing angels and you wanted to experience that too. So then you get baptized mm-hmm. and then you started speaking in tongues mm-hmm. during the baptism after
1: no, uh, while I was, while I was praying at home okay. I was praying I was praying at home and at some point I just started speaking this language that I was not aware of
0: just spontaneously yeah,
1: just like that. My goodness,
0: okay, did it, did you get scared by it or was it was it a relieving feeling? like when, when what was, was your re- what went through your head when that happened?
1: When it was happening, I wasn't aware until a couple like 30 seconds later that I noticed that I'm not speaking English that I' was speaking some different language. I was kind of scared and like worried about it, but my sister told me that that's what happens when you get baptized in the Holy Spirit.
0: Were you alone when that happened? Yes, I was alone. Okay. So you're alone. This is post-baptism. You find yourself... You've been speaking in tongues or speaking in a different language or something for 30 seconds
1: before you realized it. And that only happened once. Mm. I can't... I can't do it again. I don't know why.
0: I'm sort of a skeptical person by nature. Mm -hmm. And just how I am, mm-hmm. when I hear something like that it makes me wonder if there's some other explanation for it mm-hmm. than a God. Mm-hmm. Like maybe re- maybe there really was a God, maybe mm-hmm. it was the Holy Spirit that mm-hmm. caused you to speak in some, mm-hmm. in tongues. Yeah. Like that would be so interesting okay. if it happened. But have you ever considered other explanations for it?
1: Uh, I haven't, no. I have not.
0: I don't know what it could be. Like I'm thinking What's going through my mind is like there was a gas leak in the room and maybe he was tripping out a little bit or somebody slipped him something. Like... I'm just curious why you would go to a supernatural explanation for something that might be explained by some other natural cause.
1: Uh, probably because... I think because at that point it was the only thing that I knew, and the only explanation that uh, I was getting from everyone else. And uh, I will also say that it, it was something that like I was searching for, basically, because I wanted to get, because my sister of uh, the stuff that she was seeing, I was searching for something like that. That's what I would say.
0: So I think that's the second time that you said that you wanted what your sister had mm-hmm. and it was the it, that you were searching for it. Mm-hmm. And you also mentioned that it was the only thing that you knew. So it makes me wonder if you, if you were raised with a completely different God belief. If you were taught to believe that Vishnu was the one true God. Mm-hmm. That there wasn't the Bible, that there was the Bhagavad Gita was the right book. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. had a sister that believed in that as well. Do you think that you would be at some level in your mind striving to be achieving that belief that she has? Are you Are you mimicking a belief that you've
1: Okay. Right
0: are you mimicking a belief that you think you want to
1: have? Huh, that's a good question. Um I wouldn't call it Okay, yeah, it could be mimicking, but I would not know for sure because there's there's a lot of like a lot of different beliefs. Uh, they're all very similar. They all have uh, a similarity to it, but I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. I don't say I'm mimicking an exact one, it's just basically the thing when I, when I was growing up, it was the only thing that was there that I was taught. I was taught Christianity, go to church, the Bible, there's Jesus, and uh, it, it could be different if I was taught about uh, Vishnu and uh, a different, be, yeah, a different belief, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, I don't know I don't know that's a hard question
0: Well I appreciate your time and I have a card here for you we've okay. hit our five What I find is that people oftentimes when we're done talking mm-hmm. they go on the trail and they 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 contact me later and they say you know I was thinking about our talk the whole time I was running that's kind of an interesting thing to hear from folks that, that they end up giving a little thought to it. Mm. Do you have any feedback or any? What did you think about the talk? And you're not going to offend me.
1: Uh, it opened my mind a little bit on, like, as far as beliefs. Uh, that last question that you asked me kind of, kind of got to me. Like, it made me think about. I'm actually mimicking or something that I'd to think about.
0: Thank you so very much.
1: Nice. Really enjoyed it. My name is
0: Anthony, and uh, hit me up in an email if you want to chat Oh, more. yeah,
1: definitely. Okay. I will be, I have a, we do a podcast, and... I'll
0: you have a podcast? It, yeah. What is it about?
1: It's about everything in general. Uh, we just started two weeks ago we've just been recording but we're trying to put our first episode out on the 26th and what's it called it's called chicken and waffles
0: i love it yeah. that's what my son eats for breakfast all
1: morning.
0: <laughs> he literally does he, he cooks up this chicken and he puts waffles in the in the toaster and he's been doing that for about a year and a half and i'm just wondering when he's finally going to stop <laughs> doing that that's a great title
1: yes this is my cousin
0: oh how you doing i'm anthony i'm recording just so you know
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alright. I, mean, I think, I think you should talk about to him as well. <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: but uh, yeah,
1: so I want to get a time and get you on there.
0: Sure, sure. We can do it live or we can Skype it in or something.
1: There's three of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them, he's he doesn't believe in, he doesn't have any beliefs. He just, he's an atheist basically. Okay. And the other one, he's Muslim.
0: Interesting. So, and then, do you represent the Christian side of that? So, so how did you come up with the title?
1: Uh, we we're just sitting around. We, we didn't want anything too professional, or formal. We wanted. It was. We just sat around and we we're like, "What do we like to eat?" And <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it because it's so memorable. <laughs> and right from the start, it's like it's a, a laid-back title, mm-hmm. so it kind of yeah. says a lot about what the topics might be, mm-hmm. or at least the approach that you're going to take. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool.
1: But yeah, I'll definitely contact you on that. I would
0: love that. Yeah, it'd be fun. Well, thank you so much for your time again. Thank you. All right, we'll see you around. All right, see you. Okay, bye-bye. All right, you take care. You too. See ya. That was a wonderful talk, and I loved how comfortable he seemed to be in front of the camera and willingness to be interviewed. He uh, is a Christian who read the Bible. He was inspired by an event that his sister related to him, where she saw angels, and he wanted that. Then he decided to get baptized, and shortly after, he had an experience where he started speaking in tongues. Now, it's difficult to challenge a person's experience like that. I honestly think that he probably did end up speaking, or babbling, in some incoherent language. I'm not contesting that. So, it wouldn't be a good street epistemology thing to do, to just say, I think you're making that up. Because, honestly, he probably wasn't making it up. I think he did experience something. And I tried something a little bit different there, where I said, Hey, as a skeptic, when I hear something like that, here are a couple of uh, explanations that would flash through my mind, and I'm curious why you would just go to something supernatural. And then he reiterated again that, it was something that he wants. It, It was something that, that he's striving to, to achieve. Then that led us to the conversation to see if he was simply mimicking a behavior to reach a desired goal, and that gave him some pause. You can see he really stopped to think about it, in fact, later after the talk, he brought it up again as something that made him really think. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Boghossian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.